Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Tuesday the 31st of January and I'm joined by David Scriven today. David, how are you? Not too bad, Ollie. And you know, I might be worth something now, simply because having had a hip operation, maybe they put some kind of critical metal in to support that uh, hip structure that that's in there now. Anyways, more importantly, um, on news today, I did notice that uh, Sigma Rock the trading in the final few weeks of the year was actually very robust. Uh, the group expects to report um, fiscal year EBITDA and EPS slightly ahead of current market consensus. So revenues of 525 million, EBITDA of 100 million, EPS up 40% at 7.7p. Uh, so very encouraging results for them, as it seems. And um, there's some interesting news, I guess, on Gemfields and Hosschilds and others. Uh, yes, well, it's great to have you back. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, well, actually, let's start with um, some news we missed yesterday. Um, MMG uh, announced um, they're potentially going to be halting production at Las Bambas in Peru um, on the back of protests. Uh, which have been blocking traffic and meaning they've been running down their consumables. Um, and so they'd said that if they get too low on on those, they're going to have to stop production. Uh, Las Bambas is a 240,000 ton a year um, copper mine, um, one of the biggest in the world. So an extended impact on production would be significant for um the, the copper markets, um, particularly as consensus pricing has been fairly low for this year on the back of supply being higher this year, this year. But disruption like this could reset those expectations. Um, but these protests have been in part on the back of um, the change in government in Peru um, and the transition from Castillo has not been quite as smooth as as um, as perhaps hoped, um, which brings us on to Oxchild, um, who are also operating Peru, and they've come out with their um, end of year production figures and and guidance for the year ahead. Um, so they produced about. 11 million ounces of silver and 206,000 ounces of gold. So that ends up um, at about 26 million ounces silver equivalent or 339 um, ounces of gold equivalent. And their costs are expected to be within the guidance range of 1330 to 1370. Um, the guidance for 2023 is a gold equivalent terms at 301 to 314 thousand ounces but 25 to 26 million ounces silver equivalent so I think there's a bit of an impact from the gold silver ratio they're using there more so than changes in in production but the cost guidance is shifting up slightly so 1370 was the top end last year that's now the bottom end um, up to 14. 50. What they have highlighted, though, is that this guidance is conditional on receiving uh, an updated environmental permit from the Peruvian government, and they've delayed their 
full year annual results uh, into April on the back of that. But given those transition issues, um, getting that permit on time is 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 clearly a risk and something to watch in, in relation to the stock. They're expecting that to be, it's, it's in Calder, isn't it? And that's in Q1, hopefully. In Calder. Yes, yeah, 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 that's that's the target. And then um, they'll be able to issue proper guidance and everything, I guess, um, at that full year results in the full knowledge of the outcome. Um, moving on to uh, Gemfields. Um, they have announced uh, record annual revenues of $333 million uh, this year. That's up 32% year on year. Um, given the strong performances in the various auctions, um, I think a, a strong year have been expected. Um, net cash is now at $104 million. And I think the market cap is only about $230 million. Um, so that is an indication of value. Although I do note when you when you go into the um, the detailed presentation, costs have been steadily rising. I think that's probably a combination of inflation and also rising output, um, as that's in million dollar terms rather than unit cost terms um, after the disruption uh, last year. Um, so mining rates picking back up and therefore absolute costs rising. Um, but yeah, it's a good year for um, for the emerald market uh, and something we've been looking at in uh, in other areas um, is the the reopening of China after COVID should have a positive impact on spending on things like jewellery, diamonds, emeralds. Um, there's a statistic um, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that China's household saving balance has increased 42% since the start of the pandemic and household savings are now 4.8 trillion US dollars which is uh, the same size as UK GDP so plenty of pent-up demand for spending as China gets back to normal. That's a very interesting stat. Um, I think the last one today is probably Bushfeld. Um, they have announced uh, four-year production uh, and operational updates. So um, 3,842 tonnes of vanadium produced. That was up 6.9% year on year, although marginally below uh, the guidance range, 3,900 to 4,000. 100. Um, the Vanchem operation was impacted by uh, load shedding in South Africa, which has obviously been uh, widely reported, but the um, the Vimeco operation actually outperformed its guidance with management clearly trying to offset the impact at Vanchem. Um, it does look like that's going to be carrying on into the into 2023 as the guidance for 4.2 to 4.5 thousand um, tonnes is still below the group's target nameplate capacity of 5 to 5.4 thousand tonnes. 
Um, costs were up about 6% for the year um, to $27.7,000 a kilo. Um, and for the year ahead, they're expected to drop given the higher production um, guided, but modestly to 26.1 to 27 thousand dollars a kilo which does include um the 20 percent hike in escom power prices but when you're a uk listener a 20 percent in power prices doesn't seem that bad um but clearly the consistency of of, of power delivery is uh, um is something to watch going forward Indeed, I, I don't think I have any further um, comments to make. Um, do you think that, that that probably wraps things up? Uh, yeah, there's um, quite a bit there. So yeah, I think we'll call it a day there. Thanks, David, for um, joining and glad you're back. Thanks very much.